0: Look, folks, people have been claiming that IQ tests were racially biased for decades based on the fact that nobody wants to admit when they're unable to score as highly as somebody else, but the bottom line is that IQ is one of the most substantiated claims in psychological science. And the idea, and the idea that anytime time you fail at anything, IQ tests included, it's a result of the fact that society is biased against you as a person is just ridiculous, okay, folks?
1: Are, are and you it, speeding this guy up? A larger
0: I can barely term, understand so him. Speeding him up? Mac, we're playing, of playing of him in slow motion form. for Honestly, you. Honestly, it's ridiculous, and it needs to stop, folks, okay? Facts, don't care about your feelings. Uh, ben, slow down there for a
2: moment. What's your IQ. It's Sergeant
1: Jacob TO AMERICA, America. I'm going with the brand new podcast Sergeant Jacob TO, to
2: America. AMERICA Listening is your ears brand new time for their
1: podcast
3: you gotta step it up Cause these two dudes are gonna Shut tell you what's up, up. It's Sergeant
1: Jacob TO AMERICA So live my bro while I listen to an episode of my take-up TO AMERICA it's good you're gonna
3: miss out. It might not be Arthur It's Arthur
1: I think it's short for Arthur It's not Meow meow podcast Game of Thrones <laughs> Fuck <laughs> yeah That's a code. Fuck yeah Football
2: Fuck yeah Violins Fuck yeah Natural Wargill did it Unsolved Mysteries
3: did it oh, no. Halloween Ghost Stories did it The Gun Show did it oh, no. Alright
1: yeah. They did those your Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian.
3: Sorry. Yeah, right. 143 though. I just found out last night because I was watching the documentary uh, "Won't You Be My Neighbor?" Uh-huh. That 143 means I love you, and Mr. Rogers lived on 143 really? Pittsburgh Street. Wait, under what? How does it? That how means, does it mean, mean I love not. you? Uh, like, one, the one is I. I. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Love is a four-letter word, and you is a three-letter word. Oh. So some numerology. Mr. Rogers was a numerologist. Wow, that's fucking... There's something to be said about to that, too, the fact that loves a four-letter word.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, know who else, uh, you know who else loves you? You know who loves everybody? You know who loves everyone equally? Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro.
1: Is the that show. true? <laughs>
0: Is
3: that true? You know, he's never said that he hates anyone. He just says that they're mentally ill. You know, that's that's, <laughs> that's really... True. You know, when it comes down to it, though, like when you disagree with somebody, they're always going to be just mentally ill. Yeah, <laughs> and that's putting it lightly because I almost said retard. Hey, Art, so how are you doing today? Art, man, what's happening, man? How you doing? How
2: you guys doing today? What are we talking about, Ben Shapiro today? We're talking yeah. about
0: Ben Shapiro. We're All talking right. about Ben Shapiro, uh, conservative uh, media host, uh, podcaster, podcaster, legal consultant, editor, like
3: talking head. Talking head, yeah, that's uh, very twerpy. like. I think he also owns the Guinness Book of World Records fucking um, record for talking the fastest. Like, I was going to, like, just down three bangs right now just to do, like, an like a adequate impersonation. So, like, when you hear me impersonate him today, I apologize if I'm not going as rapidly as him.
0: So what you need to do is you need to go into your podcasting app, and what you, you have to find the <laughs> yeah. variable speed, and you have to time it perfectly. So whenever our, uh, Jacob over here starts doing the impression, just hit it up to, like, five times.
2: I wonder if he's ever stuttered. Find me a video clip of him stuttering. Go ahead and pull that up. No, 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 no. That's the, I think I think <laughs> that then, is a, the, I
0: think that's the homework for the uh, Art and Jacobo and Jacobians out there, the fans.
3: Yeah, what
2: they didn't are our a name? They
0: don't have a name. Americans?
2: Uh, I think they're just Actually, called Alejandra.
0: The North <laughs> <laughs> it's just Alejandra. The North. The North Koreans probably wouldn't appreciate our North Korean fans
3: probably wouldn't appreciate being called Americans. I know the Matt Black. They call them the Black guys. Yeah fucking big brown the brownies I don't know
0: that's okay that's another bit of homework for all you guys out there find art a video of Ben Shapiro stuttering and let us know what the fuck to call you guys
3: yeah yeah All right, and we'll put it on a shirt
0: What's yeah. this uh, flag here? Really? Make this sure it's uh, made in the made USA. In USA. Yes, our, yes, our yeah. American flag hasn't made in the USA. That's just checking, just double checking. <laughs> I don't know if this is true for all of them, but did you see that uh, someone had a, has a MAGA cap that was there. made in China? Yeah, I did yeah, it that. is. That's pretty.
3: Yeah, they all are made in China. That's pretty. Or Jakarta.
2: <laughs> Jakarta. Shout out to our listeners in Jakarta. There's just three. Right. There's, There's three of them. All oh, right on. Yeah. yeah,
3: all three of you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Any, meeny, miny, and... No, just any Meenie, Money. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you, no need, you need a fourth one. You need a fourth one. Tell your Get mama and your mo, too. There's, there's, your, there's your homework. homework. Home uh, Jakarta, there's your homework, Jacquardin fans. Get you a fourth fan. This way we can call you Eeny, Meenie, Money, and Mo. Hmm. That's, that's so, okay. So, Art needs a Ben Shapiro stuttering. We need to know what to call y'all. And Jacquardins, we need a fourth one of you. Mm-hmm. That's, that's your homework. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Oh, right. Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric, kick <laughs> us off. Tell us about the young man. All right, so Ben Shapiro, like we said, he's a, co- he's a conservative uh, pundit. He's got all of these accolades, but, uh, you know, it's kind of weird because he, he's he's very controversial in not just the specific arguments that he makes, but also the way he makes them. And we'll kind of get into, like, the different ways that he makes them a little mm-hmm. bit later. Uh, but a young a young Mr. Uh, Shapiro was born in 84. Uh, he's 35 years old. He's not much older than us.
3: Yeah, he's going to be about a year older than me. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, he got his uh, bachelor in uh, political science from UCLA. And he got his uh, JD? Juris, Doctor, Juris Doctor, which is a doctorate in law science from Harvard. Uh, these are, by the way, um, Esquires in America. Those are lawyers with a JD. Mm. So be, we could call Ben Shapiro, ben Shapiro Esquire. Mm. He chooses not to use it, though.
3: That's how you get on the cover of fucking uh, GQ, huh? Exactly. Or Esquire. <laughs> or Esquire. He does do fucking CrossFit. <laughs> yeah. He do, he, like, in a way, he's kind of like the anti-Alex Jones, but in a lot of ways, he's just like Alex he's Jones. He's just like Alex Jones. <laughs> because, you know, Alex Jones is always like, I am a man and I fucking work out, even though it doesn't look like it.
1: Uh, like I was listening to goddammit. <laughs> he, he
3: skips cardio day every <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But Ben Shapiro skips lifting day every day, and he just does CrossFit, and he <laughs> doesn't have no problem telling you that every fucking thirty minutes yeah. of his podcast.
0: Right, he's he's a he's a regular CrossFitter or like a vegan. I do CrossFit, or, or, and every yeah. time
3: I do CrossFit, like, uh-huh, I can feel like I can uh-huh. like break through to the world. with uh-huh. All the fucking like liberal tears that fucking fall down upon me.
0: He's he's he's, he's so weird because he is. Uh, if you just like see what he writes out and some of his ideas, like he is such a douchey bro kind of a way. Mm-hmm. But when you see him and hear him, he is the he is the definition of a twerp. Yeah, like he is a fucking twerp exact of the highest use. fucking order. Like, oh my god. Um, so much so, like, he so to the definition that, like, he became, like, really proficient in violin and piano when he was young. Which, I mean, for our purposes, whatever. That's Wait, violent? Vi- violin.
3: Oh, I thought violin. you said violent on the piano. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> He became
0: violent on the piano, man. He fucking would jam on those things until his fingers bled. <laughs> uh, for our purposes, that doesn't really mean much except for the fact that, yeah, he's 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 kind of, again, stereotype twerp. Like, he's just mm-hmm. at home all whatnot. But uh, at 12, he he actually performed for the, uh, the Israeli Bond uh, dinner uh israeli bond banquet uh which is this big uh
2: james bond well no
0: it's 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 specific (laughs) it's specifically uh something for you know to promote to the selling of bonds that are uh issued by the israeli government so it is very much so something in support of the israeli government which being a jewish person which he is Mm. the son of is he the son of immigrants I know that his grandparents, his were, grandparents uh, were. Okay, yeah. so he so would be second generation then. Yeah. I, I had assumed it was first generation. Then I l- kept looking it's like, well, nowhere nowhere does it say that his parents immigrated, just as his family immigrated from mm-hmm. Russia and Lithuania. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because his 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 family's uh, immigrants moved to L.A. He's born in L.A. grew grew up in LA. To
3: live and die in L.A.
0: His father was a composer for TV networks. His mother was a TV executive. You know, those are all fucking, like, money, stereotypical. Money, 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 money. As well, far as the
2: composer, did he do, like, the uh, Golden Girls theme song? Yes. Or? Yes, he did. <laughs> I
0: don't know. I don't know if he did or not, but I'm going to say he did. I'm going to say that's a fact.
3: Thank Damn. you for being the friend. That's a good song. That, was we, that should be dad. the goddamn song for there the There we Hercule go. Show. That was Ben Shapiro's
0: father. That's right. <laughs> We're making that a fact right now. Um, but those are all things that would, like, stereotypically make someone very liberal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But here he is at 12 fucking uh, performing at a banquet specifically for the, you know, benefit of the Israeli government, which is not necessarily a liberal agenda. You
3: know what I mean? You no, know, not at all. <laughs> and then he did skip a couple of grades, too, I guess. Yeah. He, I believe he skipped a third and ninth grade. So he's a very smart person. Yeah. But
0: again, if we're going with stereotypes, a twerp. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and um, just to give you a background, too, like about this, like I've known a couple of kids, you know, throughout my um educational career um that have skipped grades um i know art and i went to the same um junior high and did you go to noble as well yeah okay yeah we went to the same elementary as well i don't know if you know this kid or not but i'm gonna put his fucking name out there because he is the definition of a twerp as well (laughs) um his name was jeremy jung and he was again very smart yeah yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you know what i'm talking about baby (laughs) very smart and you know um it, good good at academics right but yeah. just like it's just a total kind of asshole about it no. like you can be smart and like cool about it or smart and just kind of nerdy about it you know and you go play your pogs or your fucking pokemon or whatever but like you're not a douchebag about it you yeah. know what i'm saying i don't hate you or whatever but jeremy jung this kid that art and i went to school with was a complete asshole like And not even like an asshole, like as like in a punk thug kind of way, but just kind of just like, I'm smarter than you and I'm going to fucking prove it. And it's just like you just get this this test for him. Right. But he skipped a grade because I remember he was a year younger than I. And then he came into my class, which I was king cock shit. Right. Like I was number one, like on all those overhead things like here's Jacob. He's 50 points ahead of everybody. Right. And fucking he came in and he was two points behind me. And it was just like that fact that he would just always be like, I'm right down your neck, I'm gonna come after you and it's just like fuck you, Cart like he was like Cartman in yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah. And it was just like fuck well, every time I was I looked at this and saw that he skipped a grade, I just saw Jeremy Jung inside my head. So if Jeremy Jung, if you're listening, fuck you. We're gonna wrestle with our shirts off. <laughs> I was I was waiting for I was waiting for him to say, We had this kid, he skipped a grade. He was a
0: douche, his name was Benjamin Chapel Oh fuck. Oh, <laughs> oh my
3: god. No, that was a, that was an hour and a half uh, south from us. Yes, yes.
0: Um, so, anyway, at the end of, of Ben <laughs> Shapiro's, I don't know. I'm about, all fucking hyped up right now. I feel like Alex Jones right now. What the fuck was his name? Sh- uh, Shapiro, Young, or Jeremy, Jeremy Jung? Jerry Jung. Jeremy yeah. Jung. JJ. Mm-hmm. Fucking so. 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 And anytime you want to get pissed off at uh, <laughs> uh, Ben Shapiro, just think it's it's double J. Jeremy Jung.
3: <laughs> <laughs> A little wrestling joke.
0: Anyways, at the end of at the end of his high school career, um, he got into UCLA early, obviously. But even before he went to UCLA, before he started his uh, his university indoctrination, as it were, at seventeen years old. At seventeen years old, the dude started writing his first book, "Brainwashed: How Universities Indoctrinate America's Youth," which. I think it's fucking hilarious considering the fact he wasn't even in a university yet. Like mm-hmm. this is a guy, like kind of the twerp thing, like this is a guy that has he, he thinks he knows everything. He's got his ideas set and he is fucking already
3: Oh yeah, which plays into some of our other oh, yeah. points. Oh, and yeah. then also too at seventeen, he became the youngest, the youngest nationally, nationally syndicated uh-huh. columnist yep. in the United States, which is fucking crazy because like you listen like i go back and um i have some like east highs like uh, newspapers or whatever for whatever fucking reason my mom saved those right and you look at some of the columns some of the people wrote like it's like like my my, my kids like at the time like i was like oh all right they're pretty good writers right you look back at it now at like 33 years old and i'm like wow that is some fucking bullshit Uh so for somebody at 17 years old to be nationally syndicated that's something yeah. right there. That's yeah. something. That's talent right there. I gotta admire that.
0: And you know, he wasn't the only one on a national fucking not the only one in his family that was on a national platform. Fucking art. Matilda. <laughs> friend of the show.
1: <laughs> Mar- <magician. Wilson. laughs>
3: Do you got have you guys ever seen Matilda? It's been many, many years. It's been many years yeah. as well. I've I never Dan seen Mat- in it. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Dude. I've never seen Matilda. Like I was like, I know what Matilda is, yeah. but it's one of those like movies where it's just like uh, I know, I know. Like, like with you with Forrest Gump, you had never seen Forrest Gump. Like, you know, you know, like a lot of the lines. You know some of the characters, but I can honestly tell you, I've never seen the movie. Do a Matilda line right now. No. How are you going to eat your meat if you don't eat your
0: spinach? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. I just said no because at some point someone said no in that movie.
3: Yeah, that's a Matilda line. Isn't she like a magician or some shit? She was like some kinetic power or something. Yeah, like that's right. It was right. kinetic power. Yeah, yeah. She was Harry Potter before Harry Potter. Yep. I just know that
2: there's a scene where Danny DeVito is like taking mileage off of a car by putting like a drill to the car and like the mileage is going down.
0: Oh, yeah. He's reversing the odometer. Yeah. yeah and yeah, I yeah. always thought
2: like, I wonder if that's possible I, ever <laughs> since then. I've,
0: yeah. I think on older cars it is. Oh. Not, not anything newer. Cause all right. digital based now, uh-huh. yeah. so drills don't
2: work on just it. Just put your drill in the computer. <laughs> yeah, dude. A, oh Something my god! Happens. You just drilled the hole. <laughs> You're no reason. Somehow, dude. Yeah. Get the penguin away from my Toyota <laughs> Tercel. <laughs> yeah.
0: So anyway, uh, so yeah, so in college, he uh, graduates for, uh, with his undergraduate, and come, uh, some come loud. <laughs> come loud, uh, loudy, <laughs> and uh, come loudy from Harvard Law. So the dude's smart, you know. And during this time, while he's still in school, by twenty one, he would written his second book. Uh, to date, he's got seven fucking books. At thirty five, two of them written before he was twenty. By the time he was twenty one, fuck him. I got eighty seven podcasts. <laughs> uh, he's got like seven hundred some odd podcasts. <laughs>
3: My girlfriend's hotter
0: than um. While well, he doesn't have a girlfriend, he's married with a kid, two kids.
3: Oh, oh. that's right. Yeah, yeah, God. you're right. Damn it! I, does he have two German shepherds too? Maybe. He does. Yes. For he the purposes six? of this, yes. He's got six. Look at that. Six German Shepherds. Fuck! <laughs> all oh. show dogs.
0: God damn it. God damn it, <laughs> JJ. Jeremy
2: James? You're still messing with Jacob. After <laughs> no, all Jeremy Jones. Jeremy Jung. Oh, God Jeremy. damn
0: it, Jerry Jung! You always oh. have to one-up fucking Jacob. Even with the j- all
3: initials. All years later.
0: You were JP. He has to go JJ. Like, mm. he has to make it nice and...
3: I'm Jurassic Park, God damn it. There you go. JJ, fuck you.
0: Uh, last couple of things, just on his background. Uh... He was an editor f- uh, for Breitbart, which I thought was pretty funny, mm-hmm. um, which for those of you that don't know, uh, before it folded, Breitbart was basically, the way they put it It was, the way they put it, it the way they put it was Breitbart was the Huffington Post of the right, and the fucking far, 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 right. far right, like to the point that, yeah, of course, you know, of course liberals are going to, you know, give it shit, but even was a lot of conservatives... Bennett? Steve Bannon did work for Steve them, Man. yeah. Did yeah. Steve
2: Bannon own it? I thought he.
0: did. No, he 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 was. A, I think he was a big uh, contributor for it, but I thought he was like, a big guy. So the the dude's name was actually bright. <laughs> well, he is a big guy. The dude's name was actually Breitbart, wasn't it? it? That owned it or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Oh. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> but like it, liberals and conservatives alike both have issues with Breitbart because mm-hmm. Breitbart, like, along with news, also does obvious false news. Uh, put out propaganda and, and uh, did a lot of editorials. Puerto like, Ricans murder babies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly I mean, it. we're not going to say that they're not, but, you know, can, I'm sure at some point some, some Puerto Rican, Rican murdered a baby. a baby at some point. That's right. Yeah. Prove yeah, me right. wrong.
3: Let's declare a national emergency. <laughs>
0: um, but part of the reason why I think that's funny, too, is because afterwards he got fired in or he left in 2016, oddly enough, because one of the reporters had made a claim that uh, the... At the time, the campaign manager of the Trump campaign had assaulted her, and he felt that Breitbart was not supporting her enough mm-hmm. because they were did not want to do it at, at the expense of the Trump campaign, and so he left. And so it's kind of you know that 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 modicum of decency, you know, what I mean, again, he's it's not like he hates anybody. He just you know, yes. Um, he also, after being leaving Breitbart and all of the bullshit, he actually for five years had a watchdog group called Truth Revolt, and it was like a conservative outlet that. Um, was trying to look for legitimacy in news and calling out... It was a watchdog group, and he d- went to that from Breitbart, and I almost feel like that was a, like an overcorrection. You know what I yeah. mean? Fucking, like, oh, I fucking, you know, I, I killed this baby. Fucking, I'm going to go be a pro-lifer, and like go totally like be all about it and obsessed with it, and it's going to be my whole life, and I am going to buy a house across from Planned Parenthood, and I'm going to protest every day. Like, it's that kind of an overcorrection, I feel like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I don't know, that's, that's, that's uh, quick right now, most of the stuff that I got in his background, at least, you know, the pertinent stuff, the thing, the stuff that I feel like affects his Did you guys ever see actual anything political views.
3: about his, uh, was he in the debate team at any point? I can oh, imagine he was. I didn't was. see that, but probably. I can, well, he did, he was like a, a con, well, he was a part of a lawyer firm, and I'm assuming somewhere like in, in Harvard where, you know, he got yeah. the credentials, you know, yeah. to be, you know, you know, an attorney, yeah. you know, he would have had to have taken, you know, public speaking classes. He would have to, you know, take debate classes. Even for my my majors, like, I had to take debate and I had to take, you know, public speaking, which I, I, I don't... It's like re- gen ed. Yeah, no, but no, like, like 302 or whatever, right? Like, that was a part of my curriculum. So I can imagine him being an attorney, yeah. like, well, would you have to do, take those... You still those. have to do the trial team and all that stuff if you're going into law school, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I can, I can see, because you see a lot of his tactics, like, the basic, you know, like elementary tactics like that he uses like when he talks to people like bill maher like pierce morgan stuff he uses a lot of those like elementary tactics every day you know just to get his point across and i mean if you don't understand it like it's gonna get under your skin but if you know where he's going with it it's just like okay you're 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 just following what you've been taught
0: all right and he is and he is a lawyer he did have he did get his uh he did pass the bar exam he was Mm -hmm. practicing for a while and i think he i didn't I saw that he had, but I never even see that it ended. He does have a legal consulting yeah, he uh, does. agency. Yeah, he still so does. So he still does still those. Okay, yeah. So it's like, so the dude's accomplished. You know what I mean? Like, like for all it's said and done, and I think that's part of the reason why you know so many people have problems with arguing with him, is because he does attack p- people, but they can't exactly say to them, "Well, who the fuck are you?" Yeah. Like he he is a he is a lawyer. He's nationally syndicated. He's got all these jobs. He's got a family. You know he's he's graduated all of these fucking honors and like
3: objectively he's a success he's the type of person like i would say too it's just like you can tell me like okay you can be in an argument with me like an average you know nba fan and tell me you can make an argument oh the boston celtics is the greatest franchise or a laker fan could say oh no the lakers are the greatest franchise and that's just like an average you know fan with average skills and debate right but if you have somebody that can excel at debating, which I've met people like this who can try to convince you, oh, no, the Detroit Pistons are the greatest franchise of all time. The, um, the Miami Heat are the greatest franchise of all time. We, we Sitting here knowing this, like on paper, we know this. But he's the type of person that has these kind of debate skills where he can convince you that the Cleveland Cavaliers – yeah, are the greatest franchise in NBA history. Yeah. so it's like it's like that dichotomy that I see a lot.
2: Well, one thing that he does do, and we'll get probably more into the way what he debates is like he's very to his guns. Like he'll, mm-hmm. he's willing to oh, fall yeah. on his sword a lot of times oh, yeah. in order to, just not look foolish. Or, mm-hmm. You know, so like if he said, uh, "The franchise with the most championships is the best franchise of all time." And that's it. Like that's the rule we have to live and die by. Fuck that! I don't believe that. Anyway, so like <laughs> that, you know, he he lives and dies by these things. Like you know, like whatever the um, whatever this statistic says, that's the answer for for the problem. Like yeah. whether I'm right or wrong, that's it. And so he does a lot of those things where it's just like, and people hate it. You know, like I think he, he we'll probably get into it, but when he does his uh, girls getting into the Boy Scouts thing, and mm-hmm. he he makes the person look foolish, where he's like, like in the name Boy Scout it's for boys so like yeah we're not gonna let girls into the into the Boy Scouts so mm-hmm. he's he's willing to live and die by those black and white principles which you know liberals hate so mm-hmm. I, I do think that he's he's very selective in the arguments that he that he fights for and he really really rides and and like, willing- I don't think he would I don't think he would fight that
3: the Cleveland Cavaliers are the best no. franchise ever no that's just me using <laughs> an yeah. example but yeah. like yeah like for example like he is unique in the way that like a lot of like conservatives in 2016 who opposed Donald Trump are all of a sudden like his biggest fans like yeah. even our own like local um, you know representative Kevin McCarthy like he's on tape saying that yeah he's He's probably over there, you know, scratching Putin's back. You know, Uh he was against him 2015, 2016, and all of a sudden, like, he's his biggest fan. You know, Ted Cruz, like, all these, you know, conservatives in in Congress and the Senate, um, you know, they flip-flopped. He's still, to this day, like, he still calls Trump out about stuff, even, like, with the new budget that he signed um, that basically gives him nothing, you know. And he laid out the whole thing, why this is foolish, and, you know, he agreed that like you know fox news wouldn't do this he agreed with nancy pelosi saying that hey this sets up a deadly precedence did yeah. i say that right eric precedent yeah precedent oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> precedent that, <laughs> <Really> hey, <enough. laughs> that that if a democratic president comes in and declares like a state of emerging on something silly we can get all guns banned yep. and i know nobody wants that yeah. you know what i'm saying so he does he does you know find the flaws within his own party which i can yeah. I will commend him for, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did, and there's things, there are
2: things that I do agree with him on. He talked about Alex Jones and how uh, YouTube banned Alex Jones and all those mm-hmm. things and, like, you know, the principles of the First Amendment and, like, freedom of speech, which I do disagree. I mean, companies do have the right to, like, if you don't want to have Alex Jones on your platform, then mm-hmm. you have every right to do it. But I do think that I agree with him in the sense that I feel like that's kind of step one to, like, not actually having freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he makes that point. He argues it way better than I'll ever argue it. So I,
0: anyways. You know who I look, just, just reminded me of? Um, Jeremy Jung.
3: <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck JJ. He's going to be on the Instagram whether he wants it or not. Find him. Uh, I will <laughs> fight you. I just became Alex Jones, man. There I remember he used, to right. have a, he
2: used to wear a necklace that had a, a soccer ball on it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought it was the funniest thing ever, dude. Wait, who? Jeremy, Jeremy Jung, Young? Yeah. Ben Shapiro, or all Alex Jones? <laughs> Ironically, all three of them. All three it. of them. The Holy Trinity. I knew
0: this guy in college. He was in my uh, uh, critical thinking class, Philosophy. And he was a computer science major and a math major. Mm-hmm. And again, like the same thing, like a stereotype. You know what I mean? There I've met many of many people that fit, you know, that, but he was a stereotypical computer science major and math major, right? And for him, there is always a correct answer. There is always a concrete ending. You give him an equation, either there is an answer or it's the black or, or, or the or the equation is, is a mess. Yeah. And when we got to critical thinking, we had a lot of things about, you know, write this paper on, you know, here's an argument for gun control, tear it apart. Here's an argument against gun control, tear it apart, you know, here's an argument for um, abortion for some of them were just you know silly little things. I don't remember any of them, but you know there were just some some really nonsensical topics that like tear this argument apart. And he brought the first several papers that said you know this is you know this is yes this is why gun control is right yes this is why you know abortion is wrong this is whatever whatever stances were and he failed because that's not the point. The point isn't what is what is the end topic. And the point was, is this a good argument or not? does this argument make sense? You know what I mean? There's mm. plenty of good and bad arguments for both ways, but you know where are the mistakes in this one? Where are the leaps in logic? Where are all the, all that stuff? And he couldn't fucking handle that. He couldn't handle the so much gray area, so much variability, but it's like so little is... And, and so he ended up like two weeks out before the end of class, before the end of semester, he, he just dropped the class and took you know took <laughs> Oh, so I guess it's way worse. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I was like, but here yeah. comes the sad but part. But this, oh, is, this no. is what he reminds me of. Like, he went ben to Schnitzel. Once, ben Shapiro once. Again. Yeah, Ben Shapiro wants the <laughs> black and white. He went to ben, he went to and never got seen again. <laughs> he just got a job at Weiner's. That's the pressure got too too big.
3: Those chili cheese fries, though, man. Those chili cheese fries, man.
0: He was eating a hot dog one day and looked at it, and said, "Yep, nope, fuck it. This I is my eat future." I this without chewing it. This is my future.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, I can <laughs>
0: Anyway, that's Ben Shapiro. <laughs> yeah. Ben Shapiro and Jeremy Jung want to work <laughs> at Wiener Schnitzel more than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what, what what do we got? Let's 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 talk about some of the specifics. Yeah, the, the yeah, talking yeah, points here. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: So his politics. He's very conservative. Extremely conservative. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that like, okay, there he he is so conservative that he even gets called out by his own party. Yeah. Like, I guess he got um, lumped into the um, the alt right movement, and he yes. goes, "Listen, I'm I'm everything that the alt right hates. You know, I'm yeah. a Jewish." And when he left Breitbart, he was um, I guess in 2016. Um, the most um, attacked Jewish person in the media, you know, the most yeah. anti-Semitic, you know, things were flung at him. So, I mean, he does get a lot of grief in that fact. And his flaw, too, I will say this. He always, like, every two seconds, he always says, the left, the left, the left, the yeah, left, yeah, yeah, yeah. just blanketly says the left um, is doing this. The left is doing that but he is quick to point out that he goes oh no there is different pockets of conservatism you know and he goes this is the pocket that i am at yeah yeah, yeah. but he doesn't recognize that okay there's different pockets of the left as well you know yeah
0: he, i will say to his credit he does do this thing where he he is he, he is he is nuanced in his beliefs you know what mm-hmm. i mean he does he doesn't take the whole blanket you know this is the conservative line and so i'm going to believe the conservative line you know his his, uh, his lack of support for Trump is is a huge part of that. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, he was uh, the co-host for a show called Morning Answer. Uh, his co-host was Alicia Kraus, and they actually got letters from their uh, whatever the syndicating body was, uh, Salem Media Group. From Salem Media Group, basically telling both of them, "Hey, you know, you're doing great. The show's awesome. This is what we really want. You know what I mean? But you're not supporting Trump nearly enough. Mm. You cannot call out Trump. You cannot, and he and uh, and Alicia both stuck to their guns and said, like, no, we're going to call him out. We're going to, you know, they were saying we're not going with just the conservative line. We're not trying to do whatever, which is responsible journalism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, Alicia Krauss actually got fired over it, um, but evidently in the email, uh, which I thought was funny, they they sent to uh, uh, Shapiro, you know, being a lawyer, a former lawyer, or, you know, now legal, whatever. Um, it's <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> it said. And, it said, and I quote: "For you, I suggest you become a trial lawyer. You suspect your client is guilty, but you're paid to get him off. The jurors will ultimately decide his fate." Which I think is a pretty, pretty fucking poignant analogy to yeah, make when you're dealing genius. with Trump. When you're dealing with Trump, yeah. Like I, I don't think that they realize exactly how perfect of a quote that was. Mm-hmm. But they're basically saying, basically saying, like, you know, you're you're not you're not working here. To sprout off your own opinion, you're here for the party line. You're here to get the Republican nominee over, and you're going to let the American voters decide. They are the jury, but your job is to is to get the conservative line over. And I, I will say, you know, he 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 definitely doesn't do that. You know, he de- he does now. He does think, like you said, that there is a. Democratic or a liberal or a leftist line, and that they all apply to that, and that yeah. is, at least that's the way he portrays it.
3: If if there is like, why have you guys left me out? Like, <laughs> God damn it! Like, show me the way. You know, what I'm saying. I joke, but like, I mean, nobody. I mean, in politics, let's, let's just in their heart of hearts, like, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, you can say that you're you're a leftist or you're a, you know you're a righty or whatever, but like, you're gonna have situations, and like Art and I. Like, I think, and I think yourself as well, like, yeah, we, we're, we're, I guess you could say, you know, liberal, yeah. but like we do support gun rights or whatever. Yeah. I don't think anybody in here wants to have guns banned. And the whole thing too, with like, oh, assault rifles need to be, you know, taken out or whatever. I'm like, if you're a responsible person, like you shouldn't have that right taken away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which goes against everything that the, the left says as well. So it's like. Nobody is, like, hardcore one way or hardcore the other way, like your friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have nuances in between. There's going to be some gray between the black and white. Yeah. Know? Again, that's one of his flaws that I see a lot in his, you know, in, in his podcast and his arguments. He, he, he holds himself to a certain standard, which is great,
0: but he doesn't recognize that same standard for... The other side. The other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so I, I thought that that was just really interesting, the fact that, you know, as conservative as he is, and he is, he's still extremely conservative, and he is he is... A conservative talking head, and he will be for many, many, oh, many years to dies. come. Yeah, yeah, to the day it is. I don't, I don't, this is one of those dudes that I don't see getting into like some scandal and being, you know, fucking, we find out that he was fucking a
3: waitress oh, he or whatever. Knows, the hell he knows or. what he's
2: doing better than anyone else. It's <laughs> like, Squeaky clean. Yeah. Great at arguing. Yep. Yeah.
3: Uh, so uh, another one of the topics is guns. Um, he is a hardcore staunch supporter of the Second Amendment. Yeah. And the reason why I said that whole thing about assault rifles is he was on Pierce Morgan Art sent us that uh, YouTube link. And, you know, a lot of, you know, I have family in Canada. They always ask me, like, hey. why, why, <laughs> <laughs> why How are you doing? Also, what's up with the guns? <laughs> yeah. What's uh, what's 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 the guns of boot? <laughs> yeah like they think that like everybody out here in America is like standing out there with like a whole band, like like bandoleros and shit like yeah. with bullet fucking belts on and shit, like just shooting each other mm-hmm. off their front porch or whatever. And they're like, why don't you guys just get rid of all the guns? Like we don't have that here and da, da, da. and to a point I, I I'm like pretty sure they're correct, you know, but. We said that on the episode uh, about where we did, we covered guns, where it's just like, okay, in certain parts of America, if you live like in Montana or you know Idaho or something like that, a gun makes more sense. Than it does in fucking downtown Los Angeles, you know? Like, a person in downtown Los Angeles might not need um, an M4 or whatever, right? Like, if you have an M4, you're you're part of Easy es old crew, right? Like, you're selling some drugs. You're up to no good. But if you have an M4, like, in, you know, Idaho, and you're trying to get rid of wild hogs or whatever, it makes all the sense in the world. You know what I'm saying? And he was on... um, And that's a perfectly fine argument, I think, right? Yeah, Yeah. But he was on Pierce Morgan, and it's just, like, his argument was... He goes, well, we got we to gotta arm ourselves from the government, you know, in case there's yeah. a tyranny, yeah, you know, yeah. in the government. Oh,
2: he did the uh, old Holocaust thing. The, yeah. The Holocaust yeah. wouldn't have happened if we all owned semi-automatics.
3: Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. And he said, too, he kind of set himself up weird, too. He goes, it might not happen in my lifetime or my kid's lifetime or my, our grandchildren's lifetime, but we need to have those AK-47s just yeah, in yeah. case that happens. it's just like, look, we're in 2019. <laughs> It, it, we're not in fucking 1776. Where I, you I always had think that that's a
2: funny argument because it's like, what do we, you can have, if, it's, uh, if we had all had like AK-47s, right? Mm-hmm. And like a fucking tank rolled up in yeah, front we're your done. House, it's like, yeah, that's not, we, we lost. That. It. Have you seen Red
1: Dawn? No, man. <laughs> no. There's <laughs> okay, just nice. so much, yeah. They Both could have the thrown strike us right now. <laughs>
2: you can have all the AKs in the world. It's like, yeah, dude, you're not going to fight the
3: government with a fucking exactly. drone strike. No. Exactly. But still,
0: you know, and I, I want to make a quick correction to the, the, the Canadian argument. We do not shoot everyone off of our front porch. Those motherfuckers don't even get to the front porch. That's what happens, man. We get them asses while they're in the street. We don't want them anywhere near our property.
3: I'm surprised they they ask you that that much. (laughs) No, yeah, like the first time I went to Canada, I was like eight, and then like two years later, Jacob was up with a gun. Eight-year-old Jacob. I'm like,
1: I don't know. Did you guys give me the Power Ranger I wanted for Christmas? What's going
3: on with you and Jeremy? They
0: shook you like a a toddler. Fucking. I have (laughs) Sids.
2: Don't use the gun against Jeremy Jacob. Jacob, and they just slap him.
0: When you uh, Jeremy Young, Jeremy J- Jung, Jer- Jeremy don't Young. don't 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 hurt any innocent bystanders. Jeremy Jung is the enemy. All <laughs> sorry, right. Sorry. <laughs> um, I thought you said when you were eight. <laughs> when you were A- 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 eight, once Canada was eight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when you were eighteen. <laughs> the, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> We're getting a little bit off topic. The other thing
0: about that, that uh, Pierce Morgan uh, interview that I, that I <laughs> thought was really good, that I think not, is it, not just about the gun control, but specifically about him and the way that he argues, was he opened it up talking about how um, Pierce Morgan stands on the graves oh, of yeah, the yeah. kids shot at Parkland. Mm-hmm. And Pierce Morgan's going, you know, fucking, uh, how dare you? No, was it how Sandy d- Hook? Sandy Hook. That's yeah, yeah right, right. How dare you? How dare you? I've seen him do it many times. It's happened many times. How dare you? How dare you? How and he totally threw Pierce Morgan like Pierce Morgan said, "How dare you?" At least like eight times, I think. Like <laughs> well, it was like we were saying this else, yeah. the other
2: thing that he does and is like debate tactics where he'll play people's emotions perfectly. So right. he knows that this is a, an emotional topic for you, so he'll play on that and then. You don't have to come back, and he doesn't have to show you footage of you like yeah, yeah, doing yeah. that. But at this point, he's already under your skin. Yeah.
0: And then right after that, before Pierce Morgan could really get his bearings, he pulled out from his from his coat, inside coat pocket this little pamphlet and says, I brought this for you, just so you can, you know, be aware. The Constitution. Um, it's the Constitution. So you can read it and get familiar with it because you're talking about the Second Amendment. It's like, that is such a fucking He's He's totally throwing Pierce Morgan off. And now Pierce Morgan is not attacking his argument he's attacking like, the tangent he's he's trying to attack the tangent he's trying to def- to defend himself and i mean and again this this goes back to like kind of what i said earlier you know what what can you say you can't just call i mean you you can call him a pencil neck geek you know a little twerp a little you know whatever pencil neck geek is but, perfect yes but it's still like you know he's obviously got this great career based upon his ideas you know he is successful as a human being with you know his with a family with a job with you know s- stability and all that stuff like and it's all because of the people like you can't fuck you me in, behind
3: the bleachers you invited him or on your show so there's you yeah. have
0: already admitted there's some credibility to him so you yeah. can't you can't attack him directly necessarily so when you start moving that argument to him
3: you're totally forgoing the the second amendment argument or whatever the fuck else it's genius i made the um analogy earlier when we were um, setting up the show that he's kind of like a he's kind of like an nfl running back you know yeah. like a modern day running back like ezekiel Elliott. like he'll make you commit to the tackle and then he'll uh, he'll juke out of the way you know and that's that because that's the that's the equivalency of how great he is with his tactics it's like okay i'm gonna make you come forward but i'm gonna juke to the right and then you're gonna have to address the juke you know what i'm saying you're gonna have to make up you know twice as much energy to get me right and it's the same thing right there because he's you're 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 going head on like okay this is what i'm gonna get him on right here right and he throws something else at you now you got to like i said address the tangent
0: yeah because because it's uh, because i just like this juke analogy it's not like once you've gone for the tackle, once you've committed to, you know, your forward progress, you if he suddenly moves out of the way you can't just follow him. You have to first correct yourself. You have to get back into the proper lane and then you have to go back mm-hmm. and you have to make up all this ground. Meanwhile you know this running back that made the juke has already gained five ten yards on you before you can correct. And here's and the thing
1: too:
3: he's not like he's like Mister Rogers where you're just talking very slowly. Is this the second Mister Rogers reference we do in this episode? It could be. Yes. Yes. I just saw the fucking documentary. God damn. Dude, He loves
0: you. He loves you. One four three. Unlike Jeremy Young.
3: <laughs> and so he he's not like he's a slow talker, and you know he's like, okay, we need to have these guns because blah 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 blah. No, he's like, okay, and we need to do this, and then there's a magical unicorn that comes down over here, and then you want to tell me that the left isn't going to do that? And then, like, you got a person like Pierce Morgan, he's already taken aback, right? And he's like, oh, shit, I got to get back on track, and then, like, I have to address every single thing that you just said, like, in three-point seconds, like, you made 200 points, because he is, like, a rapid pace talker, and it's just... By the way, I Crazy. was very,
0: I was very impressed with that. For those either listening, I know it might have sounded like da 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 da, but Jacob was actually making very cogent arguments at that point.
2: Something about a unicorn. Mm. I
0: did hear that definitely. Uh, he was talking about how you have to arm the unicorn because the horn simply is not enough in the event of uh, uh, attacks from North Korea. Yeah. I apologize to our North Korean fans, but you never know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Shout out to Kim Jong-un, boy. Keep doing what you're doing out there. No, don't. Don't do but what you're don't. doing. Don't. Please don't. don't. I thought he was an ally now. I thought he was cool with Trump. <laughs> Sorry, my bad.
0: I trust his relationship with Dennis Rodman more than I trust his relationship with Trump. I'm going to tell you that right now.
3: But the biggest thing, too, that he was saying is something about like how like we shouldn't have people who are mentally ill yeah. own guns. Which, the statement in and no, of this itself, is, this, okay. I this agree is, with. This is but... <laughs>
0: Yes. Oh no. Go ahead. No, no. That's, I, I want to know where you're going with no, this. No, I was saying, but, 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 and then I was going to let you go on.
2: I mean, I kind of agree with them in this, in the sense of we we seem to apply more laws to to like owning a driver's license and owning a car and the things that, or even like owning a motorcycle. So, at a motorcycle, you can't take a motorcycle to do a test drive unless you have your like M1 license. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's harder to own a motorcycle right now in America than it is to go buy a gun. Like, buying a gun, it's like, what do you need? You need to be like 18 mm-hmm. or 21 if it's a semi automatic. Oh, yeah. Um, and like, that's it. You don't have to, you can, you have to pass a background check, but yeah. it's like anything under a misdemeanor is still like, like you're fine. Is that what it is? You can't have a felony. So even then, it's like, that's, Pretty easy. Like you never have to prove that you know how to operate the weapon. You never have to prove that you're mentally capable of operating the weapon. You never have to like take any classes for it. So it's just like that already is just like you you would never just go into like a Harley Davidson shop and be like, okay, I'm twenty one and I I have a misdemeanor, but don't worry about that. That's it. And they Mm. wouldn't just sell you one and trust that you know what you're doing with it and go kill yourself on the freeway 10 minutes later.
3: Well, it's like my Jeep. Like, I couldn't just walk into fucking uh, Jeep, Chrysler, or Bakersfield and just buy the fucking Jeep. Like, here's fucking the money. Give me the Jeep. It's kind of like what I did but they had to get a copy of my driver's license They had to get take like so yep. much stuff like bank statements. I'm like what I'm giving you cash Like it's not like I'm like trying to like finance for a hundred dollars a month here Like your
0: proof of insurance
3: your yes. all of that Yeah, all yeah. sorts of stuff because I'm gonna fucking own like this 5,000 pound vehicle that can potentially mm-hmm. slaughter somebody Now I can go my whole life without slaughtering anybody because I have a pretty good driving record But at the same time, like you said, like, it's easier to go into Walmart and purchase a handgun than it is to buy a fucking piece of um, spray paint, you know? And to me, that's ridiculous, you know? Like, yeah, it is your right to bear arms. But like we were saying earlier, like when the founding fathers, which he does go back to a lot, is saying, hey, you know, uh, the the founding fathers, you know, wanted us to have these guns in case of, you know, attack from the king. Well, Well, it's 2019, you know what I'm saying? A gun... Our most powerful gun, even if we owned a bazooka, like you said, like, you know, there's military grade weaponry that, you know, they can implement in Washington, D.C. and blow us off fucking Mm -hmm. East Bakersfield right now without even fucking having without even having to get out of their armchair. So at this point, like the the, the Constitution is a living, breathing document that that's why there is amendments to this document, because it has to change with the times.
0: There are some tests, like, for, to get your concealed weapon permit, you do have to pass certain tests and whatnot. But, yes, the actual act of getting, like, a rifle or whatever, that's just just a permit or just a background check and, like, a three-day wait. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty easy. But, you know, the whole reason why Obama didn't shoot everybody was because uh, there was an, uh, a militia, uh, militia, militia always outside. Always outside. That's the only reason why Obama didn't do it. That's right. <laughs> but you know what? You know who was not in that militia? Nobody in that militia was mentally ill.
3: But we don't know and that. That's, and
0: that's... That's the one thing, <laughs> no, too. No, no, that's, no. That, not yet.
3: That's the one thing, too, I'll say. <laughs> is that, like, his he like he dismisses a lot of things to mental illness, and he's an expert on this because his, his wife is an ER uh, nurse or doctor or whatever, right? I, and, like, that fucking pisses me off because it's, just, like, I don't claim to be an insurance specialist because my girlfriend works in insurance. And it's just, like, so stupid because at the same time, when we talk about mental illness, like, just like we were talking about, like, There's different pockets of, you know, political, you know, leanings. There's different pockets to mental illness. You know what I'm saying? We, all three of us, might suffer from some sort of mental, um, you know, illness in our own right, but we're functional. But somebody might have the same, you know, diagnosis code to use, you know, uh, work reference. But it's much more extreme where they wouldn't be able to even get up out of bed. Yeah. But we're both diagnosed with the same thing. So mental illness, there's there's the reason why there's a spectrum of it. And it's the reason why it's still a vastly ununderstood um, concept because the mind, everybody is going to be different. Yep. And the mind is such a complex organ that like, how dare we, to, to borrow a line from Paris Morgan, how dare <laughs> we just assume like, oh, okay, yeah, the mentally ill can't own uh, guns. Yeah. No certain people who have the same diagnosis codes one might be able to, but some person totally might not be able to yeah. at all you know and he his whole argument too is like there's good people and bad people that own guns and Pierce Morgan did a good job of saying, well the mom she was a good gun go- she was a good person well, okay
2: see that's one of those things where he works himself into a corner because at this point you have to define what's a good person and mm-hmm. he kind of backs himself into into the corner in that argument as well because then he says like um, what does he say when he's like, oh, she just didn't put the guns in her safe or like didn't lock them up properly. So she was an irresponsible person, not a bad person. Mm-hmm. So uh, he he talks about that. But uh, wait, sorry, continue. I'll let you continue. But- <laughs> well,
3: my whole thing, though, is it's leading into the whole other point, too, that he talks when he tries to throw in mental illness is just like th- there's certain complexities to just saying, oh, you're mentally ill. And it's the same thing, too, like when he talks about, you know, LGBTQ rights. Yeah. You know, and it's just like it. It's offensive because it goes back to that whole thing where we're talking about cultural appropriation. Like us as like you know men, straight men, we can't really say what it's like to be you know gay in America or yeah. lesbian in America or transgender in America. You know I don't have to understand it. I just have to respect it, and I feel like he doesn't respect it. No. He just says, oh, they're just mentally ill people, and uh, why should I have to bend my views to accommodate them? And, like, that's just, like, it's so insulting because it's just, like, well, because you're not them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say to a black person, like, oh, just get over it, you know what I'm saying? Just just live life how I live life. No, you can't because there's certain intricacies to being that person in today's society. Yes, exactly. You know, and, like, you can't just dismiss it as just being mentally ill. Now, I'm sure there's people within that community that are mentally ill, but that's not the reason for Right, you
0: know, like right. They they the are they're coincidental. They they happen to go side by side, but they're not. You know, one does not equal to the other. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you. What, and, I, and I do I do definitely agree. You know, on the whole, <clears throat> I agree on the aspect that like what we th- see as, like the severely mentally ill or certain things. No, they shouldn't own guns. Um, a- as someone who is mentally ill, you know, I'm I'm on uh, Wellbutrin and Prozac myself on uh, you know daily basis. Took my pills this morning. Hey, kind of forgot. Kind of <laughs> forgot yesterday, so you know, fucking yeah, whatever. You uh, but you're, <laughs> chill. you're chill, bro. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> But uh, you know, yeah, definitely there is there you is a should whole should do an
3: spectrum. episode about mental illness. Oh, yeah, it's not a bad idea.
0: Um, I, I I do think that there is you know this this <laughs> you know uh, I I hope I'm not you know I, I have a shotgun in the house and I'm on fucking. <laughs> uh, but see, I would
2: trust uh, you. Yeah, though. exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. But there there is that that. Uh, As I was making a, my own
2: argument, I thought about that too because I've talked to you guys about like the anxiety that I deal with and things like that. You know, being diagnosed by a doctor, I'd be like am I talking myself into a corner? Because like now I wouldn't be able to own guns. Like Once you get diagnosed with like a mental illness, it's like, hmm.
0: No, dude, all you got to do is you put on a public persona and you'd be totally hypocritical in private. That's all you got to do. That's the like, American like, way, baby. All you got to do is
2: put on a white polo and you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, but,
0: but you know, so I, I do think that, that there is different pockets of mental illness, but definitely, definitely, being transgender is not one of those mental, it's not a mental illness. He calls it and um,
3: gender dysphoria. Yeah. And to me, it's just like, so what if it is that's that that's my whole my whole thing about it is like it doesn't affect me you being born a man and thinking that you're a woman like it's one of those knee-jerk reactions like like i'll re- uh, reference the whole bruce jenner thing um uh, caitlin jenner yeah. thing where it was just like at first like, you have that typical you know I was born in the 80s, raised in the 90s response where it's just like, oh, he's just doing it for attention. He's a Kardashian. Like, it's just like, like, it's very dismissive. But then you get into, you see the Diane Sawyer interview with um, Caitlyn Jenner. And it's just like, wow, this is somebody that really has these true feelings. He goes all the way back to, you know, the 70s Olympics, like, where it's just like he's wanting to, you know, be with like hang out with the, with the girls the and be like athletes, them. Yeah, yeah like he, he's having these like urges even as a child and it's just like he doesn't understand them and it's just like, whoa, like seeing it through his eyes, it's just like, okay, I understand where you're coming from now. It's yeah. this, I'm Instead of me trying to understand you through my own eyes, like I need to understand it through your eyes and that's one thing like Ben Shapiro doesn't do. Like he just sees it through his eyes, this privileged life in LA, through parents that were well off. He's never had to hurt from anything. He's He's very smart. Now, here's the thing, too. There's a difference. My mom told me when I was younger. She said there's a difference between being smart and being wise. Yeah. You can have all the book smarts in the world, but if you're not wise to the world around you and uh, sensitive to the needs of other people, it, being smart doesn't doesn't work at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just, you just know facts, just yeah. like your friend, like you were talking about. And it's just like that thing. That's something that one thing my mom taught me. It was just like, well, that really, really stuck with me because yeah. I've known people that are dumb as shit. Like, you can, like to call out, you know, people in Oildale, for example, they're dumb as shit, Jim Jim. but, <laughs> but they're fucking, they're wise beyond their years. Yeah. You know, you can, you can listen to them about like, like relationship advice or whatever. I wouldn't trust them with my finances Damn. or, you know, to hold my wallet, but like they, they have like these really intricate life lessons, you know? And that's something to be spoken with here. Like, I just feel like he's missing, like, that element of wisdom, you yeah. know? And it's just like, we, and I would really want to have Miss Waddell on. And she is, you know, a lesbian um, educator. And she's one of the smartest people I've ever met. Probably one of the greatest people I've ever met. And her being a lesbian has nothing to do with anything. But I believe you said at one point she was let go from her job because of,
1: I didn't say that. I, somebody said it. That knows whatever she's... <laughs> I think I heard that, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was like, oh,
3: because she was the way that she was. Maybe I saw it on Facebook. I don't know. Nah, maybe. I don't know. I could, but I've heard it from multiple yeah, former students or whatever. And it's just like, you know what? Like, that's just the way that person is. And to reference Mr. Rogers again, God damn it. Third time, dude. Who was a registered Republican for his whole life. And a registered sex offender. No, he wasn't. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. That was God bad. damn it. Do not slander Mr. Rogers. Do slander Jeremy not- Jung. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry. Yeah. He he was he was he was a prototypical republican yeah. in the fact that he believed like in small government, he believed like in gun ownership or whatever, but he believed that everybody was special just the way he yeah. was. And he was talking about how um one of the mail not the mailman, but the police officer in Mr. Rogers was a black man. There was an episode where he washed his feet which was very controversial in the 60s. And he was also a gay man, mm-hmm. and he told him, you know, when he found out that he was gay, he goes, you know what? I might not agree with your lifestyle, but God loves you just the way you are, yep. and I love you just the way you are mm-hmm. because you're a good person, and that all that's all that matters, you yeah. know. And I think Ben Shapiro, he kind of, for all of his, you know, his his intelligence, fails to see this, you know, in people because he he opposed uh, Ogle Ogle fail Versus Hodges, which is uh, the Supreme Court decision that opposed gay marriage because he goes. On his podcast, he argues. He says there's no way that two straight or two gay men and two uh, gay women can raise a child better than um, you know a male and a female parent. And I was listening that same day. I was listening to a podcast, which I reference a lot, the, the fighter and the kid. And one of the um, the hosts on there is Brian Callen. He's a comedian. He goes, "Growing up, I kind of had those same feelings. You know, where it's just like, no, there's no way a gay man." Can you know raise a child better than you know a mom and dad? And then I meet you know a lot of gay people moving out to West Hollywood, doing shows in the comedy store. And he goes, you know what? They're better parents because they got more to prove than you know Tom and Sally down here who just happened to you know knock up her one night and now they have to deal with children or whatever. So it's just like I've changed my stance on this. And to me, like that's that's kind of like the despicableness of Ben Shapiro, where it's just like he fails. To have that wisdom, See, I, I would say
2: that they're better parents, but I think they could be equally just as.
3: Good. as yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying better, but I'm I mean, in some instances, I, maybe better. But I, I don't think that a male and female are all because this, this is Ben Shapiro's argument that they're always going to be better than gay parents. Yeah, I wonder. I, I almost has I, pivot. I wonder because of the way that he focuses
0: so much on facts, his focus and, and his his kind of not wanting to give any sort of way in what he does and just kind of his general demeanor. Um, I wonder if he's on the uh, on the autistic spectrum at all. You know, I mean, it's funny that you say Possible. that
2: because it's when I was listening to him talk and the whole like the fact that I brought up that he never stutters and he's just like so yeah. on point. Loves statistics. Loves being like, if he needs to be wrong about something, he won't be wrong about the the statistical side of it. Yeah. So man, when you yeah. you saying that, yeah. I was like, I was thinking it, but <laughs> you yeah. saying it, I got you,
0: baby. Yeah. I got you. We got this. Um, the whole, <laughs> it's so it's funny. The whole uh, Bruce Jenner Caitlyn Jenner thing. He actually brought this up. He he was on a uh, debate on the Dr. Drew show. He was on a panel, mm-hmm. and um, the the whole point was uh, also Caitlyn his hair's Jenner. too neat. Yeah, his hair's way too neat. Um, <laughs> the whole thing was Caitlyn Jenner, and she had just won that uh, what was that that award for Sportsman Brave, the, the, the Sportsman of the Year? Yeah, whatever, Braver, yeah. the bravery yeah. Braver yeah. award. Yeah, and there was this whole thing in general, and and um, you know they were talking about how the general consensus was. Is she extremely brave? Yes. Does she deserve the award? Eh, probably not. You know what I mean? And, and they're kind of discussing and whatnot, but he he keeps talking. And um, <clears throat> one of his things was where it really started. Um, he had kind of been referring to Caitlyn Jenner as him the whole time, you know, kind of low-key. And then it's at, at some point he comes out and he says, why are we, in re- reference to being transgender, why are we mainstreaming delusion? Because Bruce, Caitlyn Jenner, I'll call him Caitlyn. You know, and then he starts to go on, but there was this uh, one of the other uh, uh, columnists, or one of the other uh, panelists on there that was a columnist and is a, was a transgender woman, who I I didn't put her first name down, but her last name was Tur, like actually interrupted him and said that you know you're being you're being disrespectful by referring to him with with uh, by referring to 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 her with uh, male pronouns and whatnot, and you know this is mm-hmm. extremely disrespectful and whatnot, and I guess like fucking Shapiro like it wasn't like this quick little, Oh my God. Like, like he hammed it up and like really made a point to roll his eyes and kind of move back. Like, Oh my God. And then he like really fucking, uh, ramped it up. You know, he's saying, uh, forget about the disrespect facts. Don't care about your feelings. You know, and then he starts talking about chromosomes and, you know, the mm-hmm. fact that Caitlyn Jenner still has a penis and all this stuff. And, um, uh, she, uh,
2: by the way, that's a great quote though I, I do agree with that.
0: Quote. yeah, yeah. Um, tur uh, tur put his uh her hands on his shoulders, and like, uh, we both know chromosomes don't necessarily mean that you're male or female. Um, you don't know what you're talking about. you're not an educated genetic geneticist mm-hmm. and Shapiro like looked her looked her dead in the eye and said, "And what are your genetics, sir?" <laughs> At which point she went from hand on shoulder to hand on the back of his neck. And said, you cut that out now, or you're gonna go home in an ambulance. Find us, sir. You're gonna go home in an ambulance. And then I guess at that point they went to commercial. And and again, this is perfect Ben Shapiro. When they come back, the panel is no longer talking about the subject, really. Like it gets popped in here and there, but now they are taking pot shots at fucking Ben Shapiro the entire time and he doesn't give up. Buck, yeah. <laughs> you know? If anything, this is totally played into his hands because yeah. now he has completely derailed the argument. He made his, you know, whether whether they're valid or not, he made his cogent arguments, and then it all went to hell after that. He is the last, you know, word, in a sense, when it comes to the actual topic itself. But that one, like, he got a bunch of flag for that one. But, I mean... I can see that.
2: He, you know what, though? Um, so, like, I work with a, a transgender woman transitioning into a man we're actually office mates so we're like constantly together and so like i hear this all the time where like i um like people will come in and they don't know how to like refer to him as Mm -hmm. and so they'll still be like oh hey girl or something like that and it's just like it's so awkward i do i feel like you know a lot of it's from being in bakershill and people are not really exposed to that type of thing and a Mm -hmm. lot of it's just um it's it's just so crazy to me i'm used to it now i I grew up in a pretty like liberal home and like you know obviously you know we're our office mates so we're together all the time mm -hmm. like we're together at least like three to four hours a day you know so it's just like um but i can see how like you know a conservative person watching
3: his his little takes on these things are like hell yeah like Mm -hmm. that shit makes me comfortable. (laughs) and then and then (laughs) And then they like they make that like their by bi- their their Bible stance. Oh yeah, on it. Okay. yeah, yeah. of course. That's it like, becomes gospel to them. And I think quoting him. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, facts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That whole facts thing. don't lie.
2: Facts don't hurt. <laughs> facts don't.
1: Hurt. Uh, facts can't. don't care about your feelings.
3: <laughs> I will say this. I'll say this though. I. To see it from both sides. You know, doing this podcast, you're forced to see it from both sides. Because I got to deal, every time I say something, you know, very liberal or whatever, I got to hear, you know, the opposite opinion on it. And it's like, okay, well, you make a great argument from it. Seeing it from both sides. Okay, yeah, you are this transgender person or whatever. You want to be referred to, let's say, as a man, right? But you were born a woman. That's all. You got to understand that, yeah, you're going to want sensitivity from other people outside of the world. So, yeah, it's not your job to educate everybody, right? but understand that not everybody is gonna understand you. So for me, if I'm wanting to you know, have a conversation with somebody and I want them to be comfortable with me because every day I got to deal with it. Having an arm full of tattoos, you know, working in the government building or whatever, right? I got to make people understand, okay, I'm not going to fuck up your case because I'm fucking tattooed. If anything, I'm like one of two people that is not going to fuck up your case here, okay? So you got to understand, like there's going to be that sensitivity on the other end of it where it's just like, you're going to understand, like some people are just not going to be comfortable with calling you a man even though you're biologically called a woman. It's not going to affect you any. You know what you are move on from it you know what i'm saying to take well here's the thing i disagree with the it's not going to affect you
2: any because we do talk about you know he he brings up ben shapiro brings up suicide rates Mm -hmm. amongst transgender people i do think that it does affect people um maybe just in the slightest and if it's Mm -hmm. a constant thing i think it does of course it is yeah I, i think it does affect people um whether whether you know like We should change because it's affecting people. It's up to the the individual completely. Oh, I agree. That's Um, my point. But I I do think that it does affect people, um, just like, um, and not to get too off topic, but you know, you hear things like, you know, the the Washington Redskins or something like that. It's Mm -hmm. so common to hear that, you know? It's so common to see like Native Americans as mascots and like Mm -hmm. as cartoon characters, like the Cleveland Indians or whatever. Um,
0: Chief Wahoo. Yeah,
2: where (laughs) it's mm -hmm. just it's so cartoonish or whatever it's just like you can dress up like an uh, like an indian for halloween now or whatever you it's know like blackface yeah. basically yeah, yeah. And, and, it, other, and it's oh just so God. like you can choose to let it affect you but why would you let it affect you? well it's just like your culture is being in like a cartoon character i've seen like i agree people dressed up in like ponchos and zoberos for halloween or whatever it's like you're i get it you're being a mexican person or whatever you know it's just like but the reality of it's like as a mexican person that's my culture you know like mm-hmm. It does kind of affect me. I don't. I don't make a, like a bitch and moan fest you're, about it.
3: Yeah, you're not going to commit suicide yeah. over it. But my point is, it's like yeah. But yeah.
2: but yeah. I would say this: the fact that it's not letting me affect it is not. Also, I do note it, and I do realize that there is progress to be made. And a lot of there, the, there's yeah. a difference between letting it affect you, and and there's also like acknowledging that there is progress to be made like don't don't pretend like there's no progress to be made and you're the individual yeah that's the same thing i'm saying yeah
3: because my point was this i'm sorry is um that you know i'm not saying that at all like oh just just let them be how they were but like my thing is like we've all seen that gamestop video where it's like it's ma'am not sir you know and it's like obviously guy or whatever don't take it there you know because you're not showing you're not gonna you're not gonna win any arguments by being that way, because you're just, you're going to be the same way as the Ben Shapiro was, you know, refusing to call you a a, a lady when you, you know, you're but biologically goes a man. that back to the individuals in yeah. general. Like, for every video
2: you see of that one person, you don't see, like, my coworker that gets called the wrong thing a hundred times a day. No, yeah, so yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's just like. That's just that one person. That's just
3: that one. That's the outlier to to this whole thing. No, situation. yeah, I yeah. understand with you, but like yeah, but like I said, but my point is just like we just have to have sensitivity on both sides yeah. of it because you know what I'm saying like some let's just use myself for an example. I get called white boy all the time. Yeah, obviously yeah, I look like my name could be Jack White, right? Right? But I'm also half so Mexican. I'm also half Mexican. My <laughs> fucking half of my relatives are from fucking Mexico. Fucking I live in East Bakersfield. All my friends, everybody that I am associated with is Mexican. Like I don't really have a lot of white um culture i I know more about mexican culture than i do my actual white culture or whatever and for me to like try to play into the white side of it is kind of like i'm gonna i'm gonna have to be an actor or whatever right but if somebody goes hey white boy or whatever like like somebody calls me that it's just like i'm not gonna get all pissed off about it it's just i have in the past and i'd be like you know what actually i'm half mexican it doesn't win them over to be like oh hey hey by the way dude here's the sensitivity on my part of it it was just like hey dude yeah I don't really like it when you call me that like call me white boy or whatever but because i am half mexican like you don't have to treat me as a mexican like hey what's up SA," or anything like that you don't have to make that over correction but just like hey here's how i feel if you want to continue to see me as a white person that's cool too but here, here's the thing. Here's where I am seeing it too. You know what I'm saying? So I, I sympathize with it in a lot lesser degree as yeah. a coworker. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not gonna win anybody over by saying, as a matter of fact, I, am biracial. Da, 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 da. It's not winning anybody over to my cause. Where it's just yeah. like, you know what? Yeah. Like, but at the same time, you don't feel the cause quite as deeply as they might necessarily. Exactly. You know I mean? yeah. No, I appreciate then, like, that. As well. Like you
0: look at like, uh, like you brought up the blackface or like the the redskins whole bit and whatnot. Yeah. And part, part of part of the underlying key for that isn't just the fact that. You know, people are, are, are putting shoe polish on their face or whatever. God damn it, Virginia, what the fuck are you doing over there? <laughs> um, fucking, it, the other part of it, it it's, it's the fact that they're doing it in this sense that, all right, now we can do this. Now we're going to act a fool. Now we're going to fucking, uh, uh, we, we can get drunk and no one's going to know. We're, what, what, what were we doing? Oh, we were just being, we were just in blackface. Oh, we were just dressing up like engines. You know what I mean? We were just doing, you know, whatever the fuck. You know, we were, we were getting into the spirit of the fucking, like, no, you were acting like jackasses. And somehow you felt like this provided you some sort of, of an excuse to it, you, you, you know, an anonymity, an anonymity to it that was just like, no, this, this isn't me, you know, this wasn't Eric that was doing this shit. No, I, I was, you know, I dressed up like an Indian. It wasn't me, it was, you know, my character. And it's like, and that's, that's speaking a lot to how you see that culture. And that is a huge part of the problem, you know, and, and it's, it's so, it's a lack of respect. And while it's not the same kind of lack of respect, it is still a similar lack of respect when you are refusing, absolutely refusing to call someone who is transgender, you
3: know, by the proper pronoun. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like in his podcast I was listening to, he was like the whole "a poo" thing came up where it's like, you know, Frank Azaria, he's going to stop, you know, voicing the uh, voice for a poo just because he's just like, okay. You know when I'm talking about the whole sensitivity on both sides of it, he said like you know we had you know Indian East Indian writers say to me hey, throughout my whole life you know people refer to me as a poo like they think that I'm just like this convenience store owner yeah. and basically like I see more similarities with myself in Aziz Ansari than I do this character a poo but anywhere I go like this character, yeah he's a he's a he's a good character but he's a he's he's a stereotype and and. A lot of ways, more of a negative stereotype than it is, you know, a positive one. And Frank, he, yeah. I guess he was saying like in you know the the the, the clip he was uh, playing on his show, he was like you know at first I was like, the fuck out of here, a poo, is, a poo is like a cool guy, you know. But he goes, I'm just seeing it through my eyes, through my own experiences, yeah. or whatever. I I didn't have to grow up East Indian or whatever and have to go through like oh I'm being called a poo or whatever. And he goes, that's why I was like, well, what do you guys suggest? And they all came to the conclusion basically, a hey, we're gonna stop a poo, and. It's funny because the only people that are mad about it are the white folks, like like, like Ben yeah. Shapiro or whatever. And it's just like he continues for like twenty minutes to go off on it about how like oh fuck they shouldn't do that. A is a great character, and he like listed off all these examples of great things A did in the series. But at the end of the day, he is the thank you come again guy. At the end of the day, he puts dirty hot dogs back on the roller. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you, <laughs> you, know, you know that's what
2: a <laughs> <laughs> thing about that is like comedy has to constantly evolve mm-hmm. and i think you know anyone that's ever like watched a comedy show from like 30 years ago and you look at a comedy show or even a stand-up routine from like 30 years ago to a standard routine today um comedy comedy stand-ups from 30 years ago they're not that funny there's a few classics out there that are just like wow it's amazing mm-hmm. but for the most part most of them are not that great because comedy evolves Com- comedy is this constantly evolved kind of like music like you have your You have your bands that were really great in the '70s and '60s, but for the most part, you don't really want to hear that today, like because you want to hear what's the
0: the fresh new thing. Mm -hmm. Good comedy doesn't age well because it has to be it has to be current. It has to it 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 very much so. The purpose part of the reason why comedy is so amazing is because it is highlighting the absurdities in the things that we all experience together. That's why we get it because we can relate. Mm -hmm. It's funny because it's true. Yeah, exactly. And so when you get to something that you know it's I can no longer relate to it. You know, this, you know, the the environment today is no longer the environment from, you know, the 50s, 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, we can get the joke. You know, we might be able to understand, but we don't relate. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't remember who said it, but I, I was listening to some uh, rather well-off comedian talk about that recently and saying that good comedy is great today, but it's not going to age well. And that's just that is not that is not uh, an indictment on the comedian or the joke or whatever. Uh, that's just a fact about good comedy.
3: Which goes back to like Ben Shapiro talking yeah. about Apoo because it's just like yeah, Apu's not funny anymore because we realize, like, growing up now, you see like Eastern Indian kids grow up, and they're like the guy that does the um, the, the Patriot Act show. Mm-hmm. He's not an Apu, no. you know what I'm saying? But he he's he's Eastern Indian, isn't he? Patriot Act
2: the,
3: yeah, on Netflix. The, Netflix.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hasan so, like, yeah, Hasan <laughs> and
3: so it's just like he's not that, but like in the mind of somebody like you know, kind of out of the loop, like Ben Shapiro. Yeah, he's gonna still think a poo is funny because in his mind, all Indian folks and, are gonna be like that. And that kinda like goes that. back
0: to Ben Shapiro being like uh, writing his first book about university brainwash people at seventeen before he went to university. Mm-hmm. He had his idea set in stone from day one. And,
2: and another thing is like it's okay to like have enjoyed a poo and then evolved out of it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's okay to evolve. Like one yeah, thing I that's agree. like, you know, when I was younger, when I was like six or seven, when I actually watched The Simpsons because I haven't seen The Simpsons down in like fifteen years. So like. You know, back then I thought a pool was cool, but now it's like I look at it. And it's like, yeah, that's not really that funny. Like Bumblebee, you know, man. It's, yeah, It's, it's man, a, all it's a similar
0: argument. It's definitely not the same thing, but it's a similar argument to like you know these older gentlemen that are getting you know, arrested for sexual assault and whatnot. It's like, oh well, he grew up in a different time. It's mm-hmm. like, well, that's fine. That that might have been fine in in the 50s or 60s or whatever the fuck. But it's not okay now. And he's had, you know, especially with a lot of these guys that are in very high prominent roles like he's had he's had exposure he's had the 30 years to figure it out yeah this is not you know and and even then like rick was bad then too you know what i mean so i'm gonna bring but, up this
3: point um were you done i'm sorry no, no yeah, yeah okay i'm trying to correct myself here <laughs> <laughs> bad habit um how do you guys feel about okay like we're in an era too where you know people get exposed like on twitter for things that like let's let that governor that, you know, he they look through a yearbook, I want to say it was either high school or college. And he was dressed up in blackface next to somebody who was in the KKK. Right. And obviously he's not the same person now. And then there's a couple other um, examples, too, where like this lady, you know, she was a, very opposed to like gay marriage or whatever. And now she's like the head of some Democratic coalition that is, you know, for all that now um, completely went 180 on it. How do you guys feel about that now and then you know the court of public opinion is saying like oh no they need to be fired their careers have to be ruined where do you guys stand on (laughs) that okay so i think
2: the way i stand on is every case is completely individual yes Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't want to have a blanket statement where i talk for all of them because that blackface one that sounds terrible like i feel like at no point you know after the age of like five should you think that
0: blackface is funny yeah this was medical college in the 80s like he knew okay he yeah. knew. the other thing about it about that particular case uh, the the governor of virginia is did you see like the press conferences that he had regarding that i just found so out about it yesterday he, so, I don't know. so the first press conference he had he said you know what yes you know one of these is me i'm not sure which one um you know it was a different time i apologize it's not who i am etc cetera, etc cetera. The next day, he goes, oh, these were not me. Even though, like, I guess the way his yearbook was set up, like, it was the two pages. Like, it was everyone, everyone in the doctor program had their own dedicated two pages. Mm -hmm. And so, these were pictures on his two pages. You know what I mean? They were his pictures, right?
1: Yeah.
0: But he says, but I did dress up in black case before that when I was trying to win a dance competition dressed as Michael Jackson. And, you know, and so, okay, so he talks about it whatnot, but he's he's denying it and whatnot. And then one of the reporters asked him... uh, can you still do a moonwalk? Or he was saying somebody who's joking about it. second I, I I tried, I won with a moonwalk or something like that. And someone asked, "Can you still do a moonwalk?" And he went from the podium. He says, "Oh yeah, I went from the podium and was about to do it," and his wife had to stop him, going, "That's not appropriate right now." Mm-hmm. And then he goes up to back up to the mic and he actually says, uh, "My wife says it's not appropriate at this particular moment." Like, "Holy fuck, you're not exactly you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. dealing with this with the proper." Um, uh, you're not doing this right. Like yeah. <laughs> this, is, you're not doing yourself any favors. Like again, you're talking about the the every case is different. Absolutely right. Like this one, I, it's pretty fucking bad. I
2: hadn't heard that blackface yeah. one, but the minute I heard blackface, blackface is something that you know after like 1930. If you're still doing blackface, there's something wrong with yeah. you. Yeah. So like that group of people that were teenagers in the 1930s are probably dying out at this point. Mm-hmm. So those pictures should not be on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> so like if they are yeah there's clearly something wrong with you i I don't agree with with that i I feel like that's just you know just complete ignorance Hmm. um but if somebody was like 17 and they tweeted out like uh lebron james is gay or something like that and then that comes back to bite them now when they're professionals Mm -hmm. like running for
3: congress or something whatever it may be i think kevin hart i don't know why kevin hart just keeps on getting like negative press but like I guess like you know back in like oh four or something like that he's he said something disparaging like like that like oh that's gay you know what i'm saying like how unfortunately we all talked like in the 90s and early 2000s or whatever and that's why he didn't host the oscars was because of that it's like oh that doesn't show sensitivity of who we are today and he's like wait a minute that's not how i am right now i don't say that anymore i'm all I got like I say, it's
2: that it's totally 100% okay to fall. It's just, you know, the getting back up is the thing that yeah. people need to learn to do. If you just choose to stay down there, and at this point, like calling someone gay or calling an object gay, because it's like you just have very poor vocabulary. So you just choose to use gay as a negative, like, uh, you know, adjective. Adjective. So it's just like, um, at that point, it's just like, come on, you, you got to evolve, you got to move past being age of fourteen or whatever. So you know you just, can't you just can't be say, a fourteen year old, thirty year old. So it's and it's like, like just
0: saying someone is stupid, and yeah. that's 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 essentially what they're saying. They're saying you know, so Jeremy Jung, you're stupid. That's it. There you go. Take that as you will. <laughs>
3: you fucking stupid. Fuck.
0: Um, okay, so the one last thing I think real quick going on because I realize that we've. We've, we have talked uh, about Ben Shapiro, but goodness, we went on all sorts of subjects, which I think are all important subjects mm-hmm. and all deserve a lot more time. Arguments. A lot more time. I do want to hit on his abortion stance oh, just yeah, yeah, real yeah. quick, yeah, because I love this. Because I love this. Um, he he was at uh, the March for Life um, earlier this year, back mm-hmm. in January. This is the event where we had the um, the picture mm-hmm. of the 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 high schooler in the MAGA hat and the uh, Native, American. Native American guy. Oh, yeah, they yeah, were yeah. together, and there's this whole big blow up, and it turns out the kids were just waiting for a bus. There were a bunch of black Israelites that made that thing a big issue, you know. Yeah, there, and the, no one the, was yeah. talking about that. Yeah, no, it was,
3: and the kids didn't approach anybody, and I don't know. Anyway, Here, I'll say this up. though, though, in defense of my, um, a quarter of my people, mm-hmm. like everyone, like on the right or that a section of the right, I should say, be like not to be like Ben <laughs> Shapiro. Uh, they're like, oh, that Indian came up to them, and he, he was starting it. And he goes, no, no, he was going up praying for those kids. Yeah. And when you actually talk to everybody in the Native American group, it's because they already knew that the people in the black Israelites, which would be
1: an awesome topic,
3: by the way, they already knew that like they're kind of, oh, they, they were kind of, they, they're kind of lost already, right? Because they're out there crazy, right? Yeah. He saw like these high schoolers, and he says, we need to pray for them. you know what I'm saying which is because they're the future of this he thought
0: it was was, was all misunderstandings like from top to bottom because they thought that it was a back and forth when the kids who were just sitting there waiting for their bus stop Mm -hmm. and had been harassed by the black Israelites had started chanting had started doing school chants nothing derogatory nothing and these black Israelites by the way were, were I guess talking shit to everybody and anyone regardless of age gender creed color all that stuff they were just talking the shit to everybody mm-hmm. um, and so they started doing you know um, uh, their own chants, and they started doing uh, the, I guess their school's version of the haka and part of that was a bunch of kids had, like took their shirts off and started doing it um, a bunch of these you know in, uh, uh, in, it was for the indigenous people March and a bunch of the elders from that particular group come over and they're like, there's a big commotion. We see a bunch of kids with their shirts off and all of these people going back and forth. Something's going on. We have to go over here and we have to. And so it was all a big fucking, it was a big clusterfuck. Yeah. But earlier in that day, completely unrelated to it, <laughs> Ben Shapiro. Oh, he was related to it. <laughs> ben Shapiro was there and he was making his, uh, uh, he was he was there as a pro-lifer. And I, I couldn't, I, I love this. I love this. I objectively love this. Um <clears throat> I'm going to have to quote him, I can't, I can't do it any better The argument I guess here Would you kill baby Hitler? And the truth is That no pro-life person on earth Would kill baby Hitler Because baby Hitler wasn't Hitler Adult Hitler was Hitler, baby Hitler was a baby What you presumably want to do with baby Hitler Is take baby Hitler out of baby Hitler's house And move baby Hitler into a better house Where he could not grow up to be Hitler First of all, the argument in and of itself is pretty amazing. Second of all, I love how many times he said baby Hitler. (laughs) Baby Hitler was not baby Hitler. Adult Hitler was Hitler. (laughs) Baby Hitler was a baby. I fucking... That's that's an amazing sentence right there. You know what? For the
2: most part, he is pretty good with his comedy.
0: Yeah. I I don't know if he intends it or not, but... um, But but he comes out and he makes a statement and... Uh, this particular uh, statement here a- actually lost him a bunch of sponsorships because while he was doing the speech, he was also recording an episode of his podcast. And so during his speech, he did uh, like like during like, this is just a small segment, but during the overall he speech, totally lost
3: me on he did
0: he um, did a bunch of advertisements for because it it's a podcast right. He has to stop and do you know his his things, and he actually lost a bunch of sponsors. Mm-hmm. He has some because- really
2: like mainstream things yes. that get put on there I was pretty surprised by his sponsors They're well so he no mainstream. longer has
0: Quip because <laughs> they left actually uh, I believe Quip said that they didn't like his message other other advertisers say that they didn't like that he advertised at that particular event mm. so which are both valid arguments but the one that I thought was interesting was he actually lost a sponsorship um, from a Los Angeles based company called Saucy which is an alcohol delivery service. So saucy about in L.A. You know, if you're listening right now, Art and Jake would Do America would love feature Doctor Eric B. Castillo would love uh, to do business with you because I don't know the details of your product, but I know the general idea, and I believe in your product, in your service.
3: Let's do it, saucy. Do it. Thank you. But I just ran about you last night. Potential sponsor. <laughs> yeah. But he supports a ban on all abortions. All abortion. Even, yeah. you know, victims of rape and incest, like, every every which way. And it when goes it back to be, that. When it could be detrimental to the health of the mother. When mm-hmm. it could be... Yeah, it
0: doesn't matter. All of it. There, There is no...
3: And it goes back to, like, when you guys said that, like, it, maybe he's on the autism, you know, spectrum. Which is possibly because, like, I'm looking at this and I'm like, how do you not see... You know, the intricacies of this situation. You know, nobody just goes for funsies, goes to fucking, you know, Planned Parenthood or any kind of abortion clinic yeah. and wants to get an abortion. It's a terrible process. I know a couple people that have gone through that process. And first of all, it, even if you go to the most liberal city in, in America, you're going to have people protesting. You know, yeah. at these places, there's gonna release
0: a couple people with the fucking signs out front, and yeah.
3: One person said she had to go through like four security checkpoints because they always are getting you know bomb threats and whatnot. Yeah. I work in the federal government. I work in the federal government, and I don't like, we don't even have that shit. You know what I'm saying? How We're, is
0: the White House, by the way? It's more <laughs>
3: good, good. It's a little raggedy, like yeah, to use Donald Trump's uh, <laughs> analogy, uh, but it, it's not. It's not a very it's not a pleasant moment in anyone's yeah. life even yeah, if, yeah, you, yeah. if you if you're pro-choice or whatever right it's not something pleasant anyways but it's just the fact that he chooses to ignore this is just like fa- fails to see the in- intricacies of it because my i myself like maybe i have a foot in both sides of it like i don't want anybody to have an abortion if they don't have to you know yeah. like let's let's explore all options if it is a product of rape i can totally see how hey let you got to do what you got to do, right? Like, hey, I'm not going to judge you for it. It's a if it's part of an incest rape, do what you got to do. You know, I'm not, I'm like to, to reference ourselves earlier, like, I can't tell you what to do with your own body. Right, right. I'm not
0: the one going through this. Like, it, but Ben Shapiro absolutely has the facts. And, and I, again, we're talking about this, and I wonder if part of the reason why he's able to just be so good at pissing everybody off, if he is on the, if he isn't on the autistic scale, again, I have no idea. But if he if he were, is he able to read someone else's emotion? Is he able to fully comprehend that someone else is pissed at him? You know what I mean? Outside of the direct threats, outside of someone telling him, I am going to send you to the hospital and ambulance due to the physical harm I am going to cause you. If it doesn't get laid out for him like that, is he aware? Does, like, fully, like, truly? Like, I, I don't know. But, you know, in, in this particular case with the... With the um, Uh, the abortion case in this particular rally I noticed too that he wasn't making like those major arguments trying to get under anyone's skin he's he's very much so making his analogies his points his it seems like the whole little jabs the whole little underhanded things the whole little slights the you know the hymns and the hers and so forth he does that specifically when he is talking with someone else he is not doing the cute little things like pulling a constitution out of his jacket or anything like that when it's just him on his podcast or giving a speech or whatever because yeah, it's, so so it's to it,
3: a, a group of people that well, already agree with right,
0: him right but that's the thing like that, again a, a part of his genius he knows when to pull this out he knows when he has to derail someone's argument you know mm-hmm. it, it's it's not it's not a part of his regular vernacular it's a tool that he has in his toolbox which i i think is is uh, again goes to Maybe not his ability to give a good argument, but his ability to tear someone else down in the process. I think that's 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 a big indicator.
3: Something you might not agree with, but I hate to use this word, but you kind of admire because <laughs> yeah. it is a gift.
0: Yeah, no, I can I can see that. Like I, I can I can uh, game respect game. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we <laughs>
3: yeah. recognize is real. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily like LeBron James, but I respect him. <laughs>
0: um. But yeah, do you want to wrap it up or you got anything Yeah, else? no, I think, that's, I think that's about it. We spent a lot of time talking about... <laughs> I, I guess, did. Uh, all that, there's that's a, a lot tangent. more. There's a lot more. There's a lot more to be oh, yeah. said about all those things. So That's
2: why but, we
3: uh, have a podcast.
2: <laughs> this is a really interesting uh, topic. Uh, you know, when... I think someone suggested this.
3: Yeah, I, yeah I'll give a shout out to this. Um, one of my friends, I, uh, Jonathan um, Davis... No, Jonathan not Jonathan Jackson. Davis. forgot his last name. Uh, Jonathan Mesa, he actually uh, a real good friend. suggested it. He's one of those friends, too, that is hardcore conservative. And he yeah. listened to uh, the Alex Jones episode, and he said, dude, that was so funny. I didn't agree with some of you guys' stuff that you said, but it was funny. You guys should do one on Ben Shapiro. And I was like, okay, I kind of know who it is. But I'm kind of glad he suggested yeah. this topic because I think this is, goes back to the heart of what, Liz, what we wanted to start the episode, yeah. the the podcast about. So, I mean, yeah, of course, we don't agree with anything that Ben Shapiro says but like i said i do admire his business savvy like you said his comedy i'm sure there's some things i agree with him on yeah yeah probably somewhere in there but because like i said he 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 does oppose trump on many things and his base has come after him for it and he stands staunch about it like no this is how i feel you know what i'm saying so i gotta give him props on that you know he just he's just a dick He's just a dick sometimes. Like, like pull back the
0: dickitude. Yeah. All right, the the dickiness can can like be reeled back like by levels of like at least a hundred dicks. Yeah, you know what I, I do mean think that fucking, he has a
2: huge lack of empathy, empathy, yeah. and like it's just so hard to listen to him talk. Sometimes. And doesn't have tact. Yeah.
3: That's that's the other thing. Yeah. And you guys kind of hit on it earlier. And when I was doing my research on him, I was like, this is probably the way he is. The way he is. So. I'll let you guys say it first. Why do you think he is the way he is? Is it because of his childhood bringing? Or what do you guys think?
1: Because he's, he's gifted <laughs> and smart. I'll say this.
3: In the age of clickbait
2: and YouTube videos and sponsorships and podcasts, um, we're making a podcast about him. So I think once you get to this point where you're known for being the, the guy with the ultimate zinger where you put people in their place and you know you know the arguments in and out better than the person that's trying to argue them, Um, I think that's why because it's paying his bills, and I think it's I think it's I think it's genius. I think he's like a genius version of Alex Jones because Alex Jones is kind of dumb. Like if we brought (laughs) Alex Jones on on the podcast, (laughs) I feel like we could make him look dumb. But I think if we brought Ben Shapiro on the show, he would probably make all three of us look dumb Mm -hmm. because he just knows the argument. Plus, you know, he's educated in law and he knows how to argue, how to make a a, like a, a, like, like a deposition style argument where which we don't really do we just kind of ramble sometimes Mm. which i'm doing right now but um (laughs) um but i think i think that's why he does it because he knows this pays the bills this people are interested in this people have this type of mentality and i can articulate it better than they can and like this is bringing me my 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 fucking bacon to my dinner table so more power (laughs) to him
0: i think regardless of whether he um, I think the, the reason why the way, he, the way he is that he is is, you know, you, you look at things like obviously his business savvy, you know, being able to uh, graduate with honors, both bachelors and JD um, from UCLA and Harvard. You know what I mean? Um, the fact that he started writing a book at 17, uh, he had those ideas fleshed out already, you know, to, to the fact that he was, you know, uh, an accomplished musician um by the time he was 12 i mean you know we brought it up but whether you know the uh, the autism scale is is in play or not he he has obviously shown that he has a very intense focus and he's we've all done it we've all done a thing where 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 we make we make an idea we 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 come to an idea we come to a conclusion and we all kind of play out in our heads the hypothetical arguments that we're going to have um you know, all, everyone's done it, at least a little bit, you know. But I feel like he has obviously done his research. He's obviously extremely smart. So he's looked into all these facts. I think he said he's a, he's a self-professed political junkie. So, you know, he, he he's already done all this research. And he has zoned in on his ideas. And he has just over and over and over again gone over the arguments for and against. And he has got it down to a fucking science. hmm and I think that that's a huge, I, but now I, I think part of the problem now is the fact that there's more research coming out. Um, for instance, uh, recent studies showed that uh, transgender people as a whole aren't more susceptible to suicide because the transgender b- b- people that showed that they were, came up in a supportive home with supportive friends and a supportive family, that particular group is ext- much, much lower chance of suicide than everyone else. And it's like, okay, it's not that you're transgender. It's that you're, you know, you're treated like a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, that definitely, you know, makes you, you know, more susceptible to suicide. But also, he chooses to ignore that. Yeah, you know what I mean? And also
3: too, to add to your thing, um, every every psychological <laughs> institute in the world have said that you know, you know, homosexuality, transgender is not a mental illness. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's just a knee-jerk response. But when he was coming up, when he was studying, early early 90s, mm-hmm. you know, he was born in 1980 or
0: 1983. Four. So, 1984, right. So, you know, if he's doing it, if he's, if he's you know, playing for, you know, the Israeli uh, bond banquet at 12, he's doing some sort of studying by 93, 94, you know, whatever. So I I, I wonder if, he's only 35 now, I wonder if in ten or twenty years, if he's still going to be making the exact same arguments, or if his arguments are going to evolve at all. Because oh, I, I feel definitely like gonna evolve. well, I I don't know because because I'm I feel like part of the thing is he made his decision so early, and he decided he's going to stick to his guns so hard, even though victim. new research has come out. He does have I think he has a
2: blog or something about. It's I think yeah I think he has a blog that he wrote called here's
3: a list of all the things I've been wrong about. Oh, and I, I look forward that. to adding more to him. I do not know So that. he does have one that okay. where he goes on. I will on. say this, though. Yeah, he does have stuff like that, but like on minor stuff. like Because he had a whole episode talking about how he hated hip-hop or whatever. It's not real music. And then he goes back That's after- an opinion, though. That's not... <laughs> All of it's an opinion, but um, he has an opinion, and then he switches back like, "Oh, I like Kanye now because of what Kanye did recently," right? And so, like, that's like it's little stuff like that. It's not major stuff like abortion. Like he he is kind of a a victim of the confirmation bias um, flaw that people like. You'll continue to look for facts that support your own opinion as opposed to looking for. research outside of your own opinion he's that person that is a victim of confirmation bias yeah my opinion on him is this he is a privileged kid from burbank i I believe it was right um where all
2: the privileged kids come from
3: yeah it's a very rich there's like the area he was from was a very rich area it's very much in a bubble very much a tight-knit community right he is the jeremy junk the reason why i brought him up was because he was very much even though he was you know given these amazing gifts of you know he was able to skip the the third and ninth grade you never really hear about how he has a lot of friends or close-knit relationships yes he's married but you don't hear about all these close-knit relationships because he's very much he has that aura about him well i'm better than everybody why doesn't everybody just bow to me yeah you know what i'm saying and i can see him being like jeremy jung in school where it's just like well you kids don't like me and he's in a very liberal la is a very liberal town right and so Everybody, every male has this in them to rebel against what is around him. You know, Art is like that. To an extent, I'm like that sometimes. Eric, you're like that as well. And it's just like you don't want to be, you know, doing what everybody else is doing. While everybody else is wearing Echo and FUBU, I'm going to be over here doing something else. You know, I'm going to be being my own individual. And to me, I think that's a part of the way he is the yeah, way he is. He's, he's the, in his mind, he's the smartest thing on God's, you know, green earth. I'm going to be the opposite of these dumb classmates who are all just these dumb leftist liberals. Right. And I'm going to put myself, I'm going to separate myself above them and be like these other people that I admire. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so that's the reason why I think he is the way he is because there, he he couldn't have been the most popular kid in school. He's so, got that mama mentality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. There's the great... Yeah. There's the goat. That's something totally different. The goat's a mama. Well, in a think. way, he kind of does have that mama mentality. Because it's like, you, remember,
2: can, make, way, you yeah. can make the argument that Kobe was not the greatest, even in his own generation. But in Kobe's mentality, I bet you he thinks he was. Like I bet you he thinks he's better than Jordan. I think he's like, Shaq was holding me back. <laughs> I could have won more championships. I think he kind of has that like, and, type of mentality. And that, and that work ethic. And yeah. that
0: just... Constantly grinding and just constantly honing and getting it. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that kind of translating to uh, Ben Shapiro's outlook. Not necessarily
3: outlook on life, but the way that he
1: on his work. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's a topic for another time. Yep. So Eric, you want to bring this home?
0: All right, let's do this. Uh, I'm gonna go home. No. Um, (laughs) That was great. Thank you, uh, everyone who's listening. Everyone stuck with us. Uh, Thank you for those of you that didn't agree with us, stuck with us. Uh, Jacquardins, thank the three of you. We need the fourth (laughs) one, our North Korean fan. We appreciate you. And to all the rest of you, like we said earlier, um, figure out what we gotta call you, and find art that uh, that stuttering Ben Shapiro video. Uh, join the, like the Facebook page join the Facebook group join the conversation let us know how we're doing give us uh, some topic suggestions you know see, see uh, this was a topic yeah, Yes. you know what I mean this is, this is exactly right um, you can also find us on Instagram um, Art over here is at Robots vs. Robots that's Robots vs. Robots Jacob over here basically is uh, at Art and Jacob do America and you can find me at E.B. Castillo the First that's with the number one and E.B. as in Ben um, you know uh, we've been saying this all your hate mail goes to Jacob all your fan mail goes to Art I believe and then I get your news um, it doesn't have to be full body somebody send me some news god damn it come Instead on of a dick pic. Um, you just the tip that's fine just the, the, the tip of the tip, a the, a dick the, the, the <laughs> tip of a pinky I don't know come on you know what I mean um, so you can also uh, you know find us on iTunes find us on Pocket Cast find us on we're not a sticker, rate but and review. find us on Spotify but please rate and review uh, let us know what we're doing um, good stuff please possibly unless you really really hate us and in which case fuck you um, so your
2: mama and your too. there you go there it was shout out Elizabeth
3: Jackman Elizabeth Warren
1: there they
0: are all right and uh, yeah I think that's uh that's about all we got
3: so with that said have a good night be good out there good night, except you. for the you Jeremy this. Young
0: fuck you fuck Jeremy. you Young. be bad out there Jeremy
3: fight me